0: loves icebreaker time would you rather work a nine-to-five job that pays well but you absolutely hate knowing you could never pursue your passions or quit your job to pursue what you're truly passionate about not knowing if you'll succeed or not on the show take it from the podcast for you and me with your host M. these are just the tip of the iceberg questions that help us get to know the co-host for that episode while allowing a safe environment for them to talk about things that Don't always make us live, laugh, love. Along the way, we'll break out the liquid courage and get deep while having our fair share of laughs throughout the process. Now sit back and enjoy the segment, and don't be surprised by who or what kind of advice you'll take from today. Hi, my loves. Welcome or welcome back to Take It From, the podcast for you and me with your host, M. I am super excited about this episode, and I know I say this every at the beginning of every episode, but I'm just excited. I've got some good ass hosts, um, co-hosts uh, with me. Um, but this time around, um, I have a really special friend of mine who became really close to me um, once I got a dog and she introduced me to her dogs and they became besties for the resties, for their livesies. Um, so I'll introduce her in just a second. Um, but she'll be talking about how she kind of got exposed regarding her sexuality and how she never necessarily got to come out or have a coming out story, quote-unquote. But like I said, we'll get into that. Um, but let's go ahead and introduce this special co-host for this episode, Vanessa. Tell us a little bit more about yourself or tell us about yourself.
1: Well, hi, my name's Vanessa. i um, I'm a little awkward sometimes, so don't mind me if I pause here and there, Um, but yes, I like to tell jokes when I am awkward, so you may hear a little bit of those jokes here and there.
0: Girl, let's hear them. (laughs) uh, What is it? Um, What is it that, um, at the Apollo, at the Apollo, it's amateur hour at the Apollo.
1: Oh, yes. (laughs) That's what you will get. (laughs) And, of course, with any sad moment, there has to be a joke. That's how you cope with it, right? Or right. that's how I cope with it, at least. So, um, yeah, this this is me. And, yes, we met Meryl.
0: <laughs> it's okay. Um, mm-hmm. Meryl And um, At this point, I'm sure my name will be, like, out there. So, for you guys who know Meryl, but... I will go by M. Anyways, you're good. Let's hear it. (laughs) No, we can hear it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it.
1: Okay. So, uh, yeah, we were at the dog park. Quick story. And at the time, I just had one dog. It was a husky. So, she came in. She was a little nervous. She had just gotten her her dog. (laughs) She's a little bit older dog, and she wasn't sure if she would play along. But when she came in, she was actually pretty good. She played with two other dogs, and she behaved well. Shocking. Because
0: homegirl is reactive.
1: I ruined it. I got another dog, <laughs> and he's a little one. You did
0: ruin it for us, huh? Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Kidding.
1: I just had to get a little dog, and, you know, it's a little chihuahua mix. Yeah. And, you know, they, they have little dog syndrome or whatever. Yes, Napoleon syndrome. oh uh, yes. <laughs> so he's not too friendly, and, um, yeah, M's dog is not too friendly back.
0: But, you know, we keep them separate for as long as we can and then after a while i'm a decent dog owner so i'm like okay well i'll let you guys have the rest of the dog part because i'm not gonna do that to you guys you guys have two dogs versus my one and we can go on a walk it's fine
1: it's not her fault though it's not hers (laughs) like my dog is still a puppy so he likes to bite yeah so i do not blame any dog for being upset or she's not aggressive she She just (laughs) she just chases him that's it It's just a chase thing. Yeah,
0: she definitely holds grudges. She's an Aries at heart, so (laughs) she's a fire sign, feisty, and she will not let anything go. But enough about our dogs. (laughs) Let's go ahead and um, we have picked out one card each um, from the and is what it's called, the deck of cards. And this time I'm able to use friends, the friends version. (laughs) And so um, we're going to go ahead and ask this question, I guess, the card that we have, the question, for each person, etc., and um, then we're gonna go ahead and get into the topic,
1: sir. Okay. So Do you wanna go first? I'll go first. Okay. Okay. Um, what's my talent or trait that you appreciate most? Ooh. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: I Let just love being this. praised. Tell me.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> she's a Leo, so. <laughs> right um how do I feed this ego as much as possible (laughs) or at least as possible (laughs) um okay so I think you're really good at I don't know I feel like you're just very warm and friendly I feel like when we first um when I first got to the dog park I was just really intimidated and having a dog for the first time and Um, you didn't make me feel like my dog was being ridiculous and just very warm and I just knew like your presence was like goodbyes you know Mm, oh
1: (laughs) I love it
0: yeah but all right let's see what I have for you so what do you think you were born to do but aren't doing why god that's a good one
1: I have a good answer for this and you're gonna say I'm such a Leo <laughs> okay. but I really do feel like I feel like I have a very good way of influencing people okay or guiding people it's not even just influencing them just guiding them mm-hmm. and I can motivate anybody basically to do something they really want you could tell me this is a dream that I have and I'm like okay what's stopping you and then Ooh. I'll try to look up for you like this like is how what you it. could do yeah. Yeah, so I just feel like I could be an influencer, basically like guidance for someone, like a motivational speaker, yeah, or is it a motivational speaker, or motivational coach, something like that. Okay,
0: I love that. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see you doing that, girl. If you don't start doing that now, let me promote you on this podcast.
1: I do it for free. That's the thing. <laughs> girl, if you're
0: good at something, never do it for free. <laughs> Rule number one.
1: Okay, so
0: let me let's let's get into the topic. Okay um actually mm, yeah let's get into the topic I'm trying to figure out if I should go on break now or at the 15 minute mark and I think we're going to do it at the 15 minute mark okay okay so regarding your topic itself you mentioned to me earlier that um you never really had a coming out tell me a little bit more about that
1: yeah so it's more of I I really call it my time where I got exposed. Um I wasn't ready to come out. It was just a fairly new relationship. I had just started dating a girl for about I want to say about a month and a half. Mhm. Um fairly new and I was getting a feel of it that's really it, I would say not I wasn't entirely sure of who I even was. Mhm. Um but I trusted the wrong person. I had my stepsister, and I thought that we were close. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, to me, we had a pretty good relationship. Yeah. But I guess um, you just can't trust anybody or everybody. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I told her about me dating her, and I was actually pretty happy. I was excited to explore this new thing. Mm-hmm. And um, she was actually just filled with... I don't know. She was just jealous. Yeah. Jealousy.
0: I remember you saying that you got more attention than she did. Yes. Um, between, like, your father or the mother? Or which one was it? It was
1: her dad, so my stepdad. Okay. Um, my dad wasn't really that much, that great of a dad. I wouldn't call my stepdad a dad, mm-hmm. but at that time, he was playing a very good role of a father figure. So, of course, if I couldn't impress my dad, I was impressing him. Yeah. Yeah and since she would do the bare minimum of anything and the way that I was raised it was in a strict um, household household. Mm -hmm. so anything that I did to him it was like oh wow like she's doing really good she's going to school she wants to work Mm -hmm. and um, I would help her out in her work too so he found out that I was helping her out with her homework he was praising me for helping her pass her class yeah and so she got frustrated of hearing him um, praise me basically, like mm-hmm. talk about me so much, so much good things mm-hmm. that she just got so upset and basically told him like you praise her or you talk about her so much about yeah. how great she is, but did you know she's lesbian? Oh And the big mistake I did was I added her on social media. Mm-hmm. I had a picture of me and the girl. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't anything inappropriate. She was just giving me a kiss on the cheek. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, did
0: you have your... Were your accounts private?
1: It was private to family. Gotcha. So, I
0: had two... (laughs) We've all been there. Yeah. I had the
1: two accounts. I had one for family, one for friends. And that one was the (laughs) friends one. And Mm -hmm. I allowed her to be on that one because I thought that's where we were at. Mm -hmm. But, um, unfortunately, I learned the hard way we weren't. And I'm not saying not to trust people. It's just... um, I guess when you're not ready for other people to know just yet, um, explore it, have fun with it until yeah. you know that that's really what you want.
0: Yeah. Because you kind of felt like the this the stamp, like the stamp was already like this what is it? I'm trying to you know what I'm trying to yeah. like like the I was seals, labeled. yeah, already before I was labeled you could immediately. even Oh, that is that's hard because I mean, like you said like you were still trying to figure it out and you almost immediately got judged for something that you were questioning to begin with yes okay
1: yes so she told him showed him a picture and um did that change your
0: relationship with your dad or your stepdad um
1: it did that's where it i at that time i would saw i saw him as a father figure but once he found out it was more of he didn't confront me because of course he's not my father he cannot But the conversation was held with my mom, and she was placed basically in the middle between choosing me or him. Um, So I was actually out with my girlfriend at the time when my mom gave me the phone call, and she was like, well, we just found out what you've been doing every time you leave um, and who you're with. So she was like, once you get home, we're going to need to have a conversation. Immediately, you know, I'm scared, so I go home. I want to get this conversation over with. Um, and she tells me I have two options either let go of who I was dating, um, and I wasn't going to be allowed to go out basically without them knowing where I'm going, or basically them having my location, knowing who I'm with, just oh, basically wow. like stalking me mm-hmm. from a distance. I guess that's yeah. that's how I would see it. Um, or, and I continue to have the benefits of living there. Of course, he was paying for my um, car insurance, my college at the time. He was paying for everything. So all the money I made was for me. Wow. Um, so, of course, all of that would stop if I didn't decide to stay there mm-hmm. and end this relationship. So I was stuck in deciding, like, what I wanted to choose. hmm and of course, to anybody, it would be the stupid decision to drop everything, like yeah. getting your college paid forward. Or in, but I couldn't risk giving up my freedom.
0: Yeah, that's the biggest thing. That's- Even if you were to stop the relationship, it's like you couldn't stop who you were as a person, like liking, you know, the op- or the same sex, you know, like that's not yeah. something that you can really change yeah. or they
1: can try to control. Of course. And I felt, well, at the time, um, I felt that I really did have really strong emotions for Mm -hmm. this person, Um, whether if it was a very close friendship um, due to, like, we were actually best friends in high school, Mm -hmm. and then we reconnected um, after we graduated. I, like, left for about two years. So it was just, I, I had a connection, i felt like i had a really deep connection and i couldn't let it go i couldn't explore or not stop exploring it yeah so and of course i didn't want to put my mom in this situation where she's having to choose me or him yeah um so i just told her it's okay i'll leave um, I won't cause any problems he could keep his money he could keep everything oh, yeah. and um, <laughs> I left and at that time my only option was going to stay at my sister's but it really wasn't much of an option since that wasn't a stable household for, yeah, yeah env- environment for me mm-hmm. um, so I would really just stay in my car I lived in my car, and I had a little Scion IQ, mm-hmm. if you know what this is. It's a little tiny car that looks like a smart car. Mm-hmm. But the good thing is I had a back seat, so I could lay back a little bit oh, and relax. Good. That's but, funny. yeah, um, I worked at Chase at the time. Mm-hmm. So um, the location I was at, they actually allowed me to transfer to a location closest to my sister, where I would oh, be good. staying at. Mm-hmm. So that helped me out a lot. But... It's just part time, so it wasn't good enough for me to try to support myself, pay for car insurance. I dropped out of college; I couldn't afford that. Um, so I started hanging out with my girlfriend, another old friend, mm-hmm. um, and his mom got a whiff of my situation and just basically asked me, like, hey. So do your parents know you're staying here? Just mm-hmm. kind of brief conversation you would have with the teenager that's staying at your house yeah. a couple of nights. And um, I just, I kind of explained to her what happened. Just, I was still in shock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I explained to her that I was left out. Um, I was kicked out basically for choosing or for being gay, I suppose. Um, and let's let's do this because okay. I'm
0: I I know where this is headed because you told <laughs> me this, but I want to go on a break. Um, I'm gonna like I'm like kind of getting emotional for you. This is so crazy. Okay, um, yeah. So we're gonna go on a break, and when we get back, um, we'll hear the rest of how um your friend's mom mm-hmm. handled you, um, or the situation itself, and we from there. All right, you guys. See you All right, my loves, now is the perfect time to refill your wine glasses, restock that Shikuchi board, or finally take that load of laundry out the dryer during this break. While you're doing that, we would like to take the time to show appreciation to the app Anchor for making it so easy to upload each episode to Apple and Spotify with just a couple of clicks for free. As a new podcast, it has taken immense stress off our shoulders, which allows us to do what we love most, consistently show up for you guys. Now, with that being said, Let's get back to the episode. All right, my loves. Welcome back. So the last thing that you were talking about um, was in regards to telling your friend's mom like your situation and how you're basically homeless, um, but living with them. Do you hear my freaking dog right now? She does this all the freaking time. <laughs> Roxy, you're ridiculous. Did you really need water right now?
1: Yes, she, she did. said yes. Everybody's drinking.
0: Not sure. <laughs> right? Well, except for me right now, and I'll tell you guys why in just a little bit. Actually, you'll hear about another episode. But, yeah, so let's let's hear the rest of this. Let's, let's tell us what happened.
1: Yes, yeah, so she was just wondering, just asked me, um what do my parents think, or do my parents know where I'm at? Mm-hmm. Um, very slick way of asking, like, what's your situation, of course. But I explained to her I was basically living out of my car. Um, my girlfriend at the time, I also paid for, like, a little studio apartment for mm-hmm. her. Um, it was really cheap, probably, like, 100 hundred, two hundred $200 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was crappy. We called it the trap house. (laughs) It was really bad. Like, no floor, no carpet. Yeah, no carpet. It was just concrete. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just a square. You really didn't have much of a kitchen or a shower. Mm -hmm. But there was, like, briefly an area where you could bathe yourself. And I would stay there occasionally. But the front door would not lock. Um, Girl. Which was a problem. It was in um, Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So... I explained everything. I was just like, yeah, I'm staying here. That's where I'm living, kind of. If not, I'll stay in my car. Um, so, and I explained to her why. Because she asked, like, why are your parents allowing this? Why are they okay with you living in your car? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I I just, I needed someone, an adult, to talk to about, yeah. um, about what was going on. Because I guess your adults weren't really... Like, they were very absentee. Like, once
0: the expose took place, they were, like, peace out, Girl Scout.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, my siblings, they're a lot older than me. Yeah. Um, anywhere from 10 to 6 years older than me. Oh, wow. But, um, and, of course, they would be the adults that I would talk to. But I feel like talking to them, in a way, um, if I talked about a struggle or anything like that or about my sexuality, it was more of a joke. So, I couldn't be up front with them. So. Yeah talking to her I was a little nervous mm-hmm. um as far as like exposing myself to her um of the reason that I did basically got kicked out and she just made me feel comfortable um just talk to me that's mainly what she would tell me yeah um so she me... like
0: also like I mean she just listened yeah that's what you really needed the most is just someone to listen yes
1: yeah, so I told her my situation. I told her that I was kicked out because my stepdad was not okay with me being lesbian or dating a girl. And I had to choose. And I refused to choose them mm-hmm. over my sexuality, my freedom. Yeah. And she just got so upset. She, was, she couldn't believe that a parent would ever kick out a kid and really leave them out in the streets, um, over sexuality. So she wasn't okay with it. Um, she told me that I wasn't going to be living in my car. Good. As you shouldn't have from the beginning. Yeah. Or in that little, uh, crappy trap house or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, she actually gave me the biggest room in her house. So it was, it used to be a living room. Mm Mm-hmm. And she turned it into a room, and it was her mother's room, oh. but she hadn't used it for a while mm-hmm. um, due to her passing away. But she said she felt like this was the perfect time to let it be used again. Um, and She's she, like
0: your angel. Yeah, Aww. and that's really
1: how I see her. Like she, she is my angel, mm-hmm. and she has been such a great person in my life um I love her and her husband are you guys
0: still close to her she's still she she's still alive right yes yeah, she's okay. still alive I was like oh my god, <clears throat>
1: god no I'm close to her her husband is he passed um about a year ago year and a half um but I'm still very close to her if I can't have him I have her at least yeah. but um yeah so as soon as she just told me move in if you have anything any of your furniture or anything that you want to move in just go ahead and bring it in um i did bring a mattress but that was about it and then i brought some of my clothes but to me it's just in my head it was like it's not permanent i didn't want to overstay my welcome even though she told me i didn't have a deadline i didn't have to leave at a certain time period i didn't have to pay for rent i didn't have to it was just kind of just her being a
0: mom
1: yeah um so yeah I just she let me move in she helped me out a lot her not charging me rent helped me get out of the situation that I was in it was just the perfect the the kind of help that I needed
0: yeah
1: um but yeah and eventually I want to say about a year later it took about a year I saved up enough money And me and my sister um, talked about getting an apartment. She was finally leaving her toxic relationship and Mm -hmm. I needed a place to stay as well. So we ended up getting an apartment together and just things started getting better from there. Um, A lot of my family still weren't okay with my decision. She was one of the ones that was okay with it. She really didn't care who I was with as long as I was happy. Yeah, that's good. So that helped me out a lot. But, yeah, things just went uphill. Once they took me in, they allowed me to have that breathing room to kind of just float on the water instead of just, like, sinking.
0: You can finally kind of relax a little bit, let your guard down. Yes. That's, I'm, like, when you told me that story, it made me feel all types of things. Because, I mean, I've never been in a situation where, I mean, I had to choose between my sexuality or my family, um, or myself and my family, um, and then being homeless and then having to figure it out. Like, girl, I'm a Pisces. I would have crumbled. But I, you've got, you've got such a strong like will, and even now, like you tell me that you know you are still in conversations with your mom like forgiving her like how did that was that immediate or did you resent her any bit like
1: i didn't resent her at all i i understood that she she's basically getting taken care of by her husband yeah and it wasn't going to be something that i could provide for her for her to choose me over him yeah and the kind she should have chose you um I mean, that could be said so many times throughout our life. I, I, if I could go further back in this story, you would know so many of like bad situations that yeah. have happened. And you know, there's a saying: bad things happen to good people. And I really do feel like that does. Yeah. It, it's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> sorry. You're
0: good.
1: <laughs> but uh, I just I've learned to not hold a grudge. Because that's only going to hurt me. Yeah. It's going to hurt me more than them. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, at, the, at that time, I needed more people in my life than to exclude them.
0: Oh, wow. So,
1: I just, even though she wasn't, she herself wasn't okay with it at the yeah. time. But I love the fact that she was so willing to kind of make it work or try. Yeah. Um, Like, I have no relationship with my dad. Mm-hmm. And to him, I'm still in the closet. He doesn't even know.
0: Well, he doesn't accept.
1: He doesn't accept it, and he really doesn't... I would say he doesn't know. I haven't had this conversation with him. Yeah. He hasn't had the conversation with me. That's just... We don't have that kind of relationship yeah. to where just, we just talk about it. But um, my mom knows, and she's she was still willing to kind of accept it in mm-hmm. a way. And talk to me no matter who it was. At the time, of course, she did tell me, like, I don't want to meet yeah. anybody. I just care about you, and I need to know where you're at and like, how you're doing. She still,
0: like, she cared about you, and she still cares about you. Um, but in that situation, she just wanted to make sure that she was still part of your life, even though she hadn't fully accepted. Right. Okay.
1: Which, of course, I understand.
0: My parents were like that with my siblings, um... My, my sister that came out. Yeah. Um, it was, like, they, they didn't want to lose her, but they weren't ready to accept that idea of her as that, that moment. Yeah. Now they're good, copacetic, and, you know, whatever. They love her wife. But I think, like, it just shows the amount of character that you have to forgive and allow um, just movement going forward within y'all's relationship. Um I think it's really beautiful
1: yeah and it's so much better now like she's yeah. met my girlfriend she actually met her mm-hmm. she loves her she asks she asks her if she could adopt her because she loves her oh, so right. much it's like
0: how do you adopt someone, adopt someone that already has uh, parents right <laughs> yes um yeah and you guys are like the perfect couple and like you guys are gonna hear um her other half basically <laughs> my better other, half uh, yeah Aww. <laughs> you guys make me want to be in a relationship It's sickening okay?
1: <laughs> You are in one With With from <laughs> With who? From your My podcast Yes yeah. oh. <laughs>
0: I completely forgot about that. Oh, my God. Um, um, sorry, you guys. I forgot that this was my relationship. See, sometimes every once in a while you forget you're in a relationship, right? If it's in the beginning stages. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're like, am I really? (laughs) Anyways, but okay. So then like that was the past. How is it, you know, like now? Like what's the situation like? Like how have you overcome overcome this? You know, like because I mean, you guys have a beautiful apartment. Oh. I've been there. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful.
1: Yes. Yeah, so it, it's it's definitely been a work in progress. Yeah. Um, I cannot take away credit from my sister. She has been another big part of this growth for me. Yeah. She helped me out a lot. I mean, when we got her apartment, she basically paid most of the, I want to say, like 60, 75% wow. of the rent. Just so that I would be able to still afford it with a part-time job. Mm. Um, So she helped me out a lot Um, And then from there of course She got a home And she did not charge me a lot for rent So that's another thing She helped me out a lot So it really helped me to have good people around This is one of the reasons why I, If I can keep you If you want to stay in my life you want to be there I'm going to let you be there Unless you're doing me wrong over and over again Then that's when I'm like Okay you're toxic I cannot keep you I'm sorry Stay Yeah but um she's she's one of the good ones she's been there even when she knew my sexuality yeah I mentioned it's it's a joke that's just her personality to her that's how she copes with changes so me telling her like hey I have a girlfriend it to her was a joke at the beginning but now that she or once she realized it was a thing like that was really who I was then she opened up to it and she she was okay with it and still helped me out throughout the whole yeah. process until, um, or up until today. <clears throat> so finally, I felt that I was ready to basically move out. Yeah, I grew my wings. I it told worked. her like, hey, sissy poo, that's what I call Aww. her. Um, I could say mom because she's basically been the mom that my mom couldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I let her know, hey, I'm ready to move out. I'm getting an apartment, and she was happy for me. Of course, it was hard because she was used to having me around for so many years. I mean, mm-hmm. it took six years, you guys, for me to, like, fly away, okay?
0: But, hey, I think there's <clears throat> not, like, it's never linear. There's never a set amount of time. Like, you run your own course, and once you finally find that, like, Consistency, something that works for you, and you start to kind of pick up, like, go from, like, on your knees to, like, you know, finding foot, your own foot, footage? footage
1: mm-hmm.
0: Your own feet? <laughs> yeah. Then it You're doesn't matter how long it took. Like, that's yeah. amazing. Okay, so this is the part of the podcast where um, I ask you what type of advice um, you think our listeners would be able to take from this episode.
1: I would say be true to yourself if you have some type of curiosity explore it do not let anybody stop you from it don't let judgment stop you or have a fear to explore it and keep fighting life will get tough it it will be hard it's hard for everybody everybody goes through stuff Mm -hmm. but it does not take away from what you're going through and all i could say is you have to keep fighting you have to keep going Mm -hmm. And you could do anything you set your mind to. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> You're not like, me emotional. Wow. Okay, Vanessa. Thank you so much. Oh, dude, I love this episode. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us on this very special episode of your expose um and uh, i hope to have you back on the podcast sometime in the future to talk about because i mean y'all she got some stories so this is this is just the tip of the iceberg (laughs) um so hopefully we get to have her back and uh, she'll be able to tell us more about her life experience but that's it for today's episode and um y'all have a good rest of your day my loves take care bye-bye I hope you enjoyed listening to that episode as much as we enjoyed making it. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Take It From, spelled F-R-U-M, where you can leave reviews, good or bad. We want to hear from our loves. Lastly, I'd like to thank the app Anchor for allowing us to make this all happen. The Anchor app makes it so easy to upload each episode, which is then shared to Spotify and Apple with just a couple of clicks for free. Thank you again for listening to Take It From, the podcast for you and me, with your host Em, and we'll see you next time.